This is the Shetland Show. What's up, everybody? We back. Tonight's guest is Brennan Ward professional MMA fighter. He serves, he skates, he wrestles. He's an all-around solid dude. A real upfront, honest person. It was so cool. We did the podcast through Skype. He was actually at the gym. Um, there were people fighting in the background. Some dude hitting a heavy bag. His father was there. Um, it was really cool, man. I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this one. Please, I love all the feedback, so hit me up on Instagram, at Anthony Shetler, Twitter, Facebook. It's all at Anthony Shetler. Also, any feedback and any love with All I Need is rad so you can check us out at all i need skate.com or at all i need skate on instagram facebook and twitter thank you guys we love you whatever you do you have one thing that's unique you have the ability to make up when things get tough this is what you should do microphone check one two one two microphone check one two one two I hope they get it, I'm sick of explaining history I'm rolling with a circle of winners, we claiming victories Yeah, come on It's about to be the realest shit you ever heard In a transitional world right now Yeah, it's just basically going for it, you know Sometimes you don't think about getting hurt or slamming But, you know, it happens It's skateboarding, you know, it happens every day Yep People are worried about skateboarding and the skate state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is, we are the industry. Yeah. Skateboarders are the industry. Experience, I guess, just because there's like I've never seen like that many skaters in one place. Just like it's like we it's take like over the streets. Hey, Brennan, where are you at? Where are you at right now? Down my father's boxing gym in uh, New London, Connecticut. Uh, Wayland City Boxing. This is where we train uh, when we're in Connecticut, man. Hold on, you want to check it out? Hold on. Yeah, Brennan's showing me like, wow, it's like a full full gym going on. I got the ring and everything. That's it, man. We got a couple rings down here. Um, we got a real successful amateur boxing team that uh, we got going on down here. They're all fighting in the Golden Gloves right now, so it's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. For, for the people listening, how long have you been into um, fighting? Uh, I mean, I've been... Like actual professional fighting, I've been uh, I've been pro now for three years, but uh, it's been a part of my life forever. Uh, you know, my dad's always had a boxing gym. Um, growing up, he's had a couple different gyms, so I I pretty much grew up in the gym. You know, a little gym rat. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, so where where exactly did you grow up? New London. Uh, yeah, yep. Um, uh, in a town right next to New London called Waterford, Connecticut, and um, his gyms were in New London. So yeah, you know New London, Waterford, uh, pretty much southeastern, uh, southeastern Connecticut. So your father's your father's been into fighting like since you were born. Oh, uh, since I was born, his whole life he grew up, you know, fighting. He fought. He was a boxer. So uh, yeah, you know, he always like I said, he always had a gym. So I grew up, you know, that's where I was always hanging out when I was a little kid. Was he a professional athlete too? Like, did he compete? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was a boxer. Yeah, pro boxer. That's so cool, man. Did you ever, as like a young kid, did you ever feel like, did you know you're going to end up fighting or was it just something that happened? I mean, to tell you the truth, um, you know, coming up, um, you know, I, I boxed. I, I did. I came up in the amateur ranks in boxing and then uh, when I started wrestling, I got away from the boxing more. And um, then I wrestled through high school. Um, I went out to college. I actually, I, I wrestled in college. And then uh, once I was done with school, um, I gave, I uh, picked up boxing again. And I started doing the MMA, and um, I gave myself I gave myself a year to fight and see if I could make it to the big uh, to the big leagues of fighting. And if I didn't, I would uh, quit and move on. And I was uh, I was very fortunate, very lucky enough to make it. Yeah, that. Um, 
that's that's fucking amazing, man. For yeah, real. Man. I used to box a little bit when I was younger. My father would get me in the ring and teach me like the basics of boxing, and I I really thought it was awesome. Like I like the discipline and just the focus and the, just the it's a good way to get aggression out too. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. You know, you're having a bad day. Beat up the bags a little bit, bro. Get all crazy. <laughs> Let the aggression out. I was, well, I just seen, you also skateboard for the people listening. Like, I just saw Brennan. He was at Skater's Edge uh, yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, last night, yep. How, how did you get into skating? Oh, uh, man, I've been into skateboarding. Is I've been into skateboarding longer than I've been into any of the fighting, man. Wow, that's I cool. Up, oh, man, I, I wanted to be a pro skater in the worst way when I was young, you know? <laughs> and I just never had like, – I was never that good. But like, <laughs> I love it. Like, I love it so much, and I'm so passionate about skateboarding. Like, like I, I've heard – like, and I, I always tell my buddy, uh, a couple of my boys who are real good, like, I know more about skating than I do about fighting. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, skateboarding is such a, it's been such a big part of my life, you know, just to blow up steam when I'm sick of training and, like, and just that grind of being a pro fighter, it gets me down. I go to the skate park and, and watch the kids rip. Hell and, like, I get stoked off the kids who kill it. Yeah, you know what I mean? so it's it's huge. Skateboarding is huge, man. Do you see similarities? Like coming from a someone who who uh, has done both, do you see similarities between like fighting and skating as far as like what it takes to be good at it? Uh, you know, and I, you know, with um, I would say the big thing I noticed with skateboarding is sheer is like the kids who are really good are the most dedicated kids of all. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what it takes in fighting too. You know, to make it to that next level and to make it where it can be a career, like, you have to be so dedicated. And, and you know, and um, where I'm at in New London, like, where I'm, I'm right near Groton Skate Park. That's where I grew up skating. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And the kids, I'm telling you what, man, the kids who skate Groton, these kids are out there every single day. That's, you know, like the kids, Stephen Brayman, you know, you got your Kevin Phelps, Denzel, those young kids. Those kids are shoveling snow down there. They're, 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 uh, dude, there's two feet of snow down here right now, bro. And those kids are shoveling the park. That's dedication. And the kids who are dedicated are the kids who are going to thrive. Yeah. So if, if kids are listening right now, man, if you want to succeed in whatever you're going to do, especially skateboarding and athletics, you have to be so dedicated. Yeah, you have so, to, you have to, especially nowadays when actually skateboarding and like MMA are both really popular, you know? So, yeah. To, like really make it to that next level, you really have to make it a lifestyle, right? Oh, for sure, man, for sure. Um, I was gonna ask you because we talked a little bit at the skate park. I was gonna say like you just had a fight recently, right? Yeah, well, on Sunday, I, I like I was telling you, I also compete in wrestling still. Um, yeah, like, I, I wrestle on, on the senior level, uh, freestyle, and um, I train out at the Olympic Training Center. You know, hopefully, hopefully, gonna get back there and maybe try to make it on the 2016 Olympic team. Wow. So, um, yeah, I had a turn. I had a wrestling tournament on Sunday, and um, yeah, so I still compete. I like to stay fresh in wrestling, stay so, fresh in MMA. So just keep it all, touch all the bases, man. Is uh, I'm assuming you started with wrestling, and it, did the, is that like your basis for your MMA, MMA fighting? Yeah. Like? Yep. Yeah, I start. I did. I started the wrestling and boxing real young. So yeah, you know, a lot of guys do the jujitsu and the kickboxing and the Muay Thai. For me, it was just straight wrestling and boxing. Yeah. You know? It's funny because like I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and uh, he always says how gnarly the wrestlers are. People that are really good at wrestling, how gnarly they are. Sick. Yeah, yeah. You know, wrestling's a, it's a tough sport, man. It's a grind. You know, every season that we have is you know it's six months long. Dude, like we're constantly trying to make weight. 
keep our weight down. Practices suck. Like, yeah. you, dude, like, like you break all the time, man. And just through those years of that rugged training, man, just makes you real. It makes you mentally tough. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody breaks sometimes, man. Like, like I have my off days. Everyone has. I'm sure you know you skate, and sometimes you'll be at the skate park, and you'll you'll show up to the park and be like, dude, I'm I'm not feeling this today, man. Yeah. You know, everyone has their days, bro. But yeah, I like to think wrestlers are grinders, man. Yeah, it's it's gnarly, man. <laughs> it's just funny to compare skating and and fighting because I feel like skating is abusive, but fighting there's like real high risk danger compared. At least I think. Well, I mean, you get to start skating 15 stair rails and stuff. That's the level, but oh. I don't do that all the time. But every yeah. time you get into a fight, I imagine that's, like, really high risk. Yeah, I, yeah and that's the thing, because, like, fighting is so unpredictable, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, it, you know, just for example, like, in one of my last fights, man, like, I fought a kid who was so tall, so much taller than me. He had such a long reach. And, you know, next thing I, like, first thing I know, like, we're out there, we're throwing bombs. Dude, next thing I know, I fucking woke up on a stool. Like, <laughs> what, what, I'm like, what's, what's going on? They're like, you know, just got to... Knocked out. I'm like, what? I did? I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Like, no, dude, I knocked out. Like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's it sucks, dude. You know, it's like, I guess it's like slant. It's like it kind of equivalent to like maybe not getting your trick showing up at to skate your 15 stair handrail all day. You're busting your ass trying to crook this handrail, and you slam all day. And you never get your trick. <laughs> yeah. like, no, dude, I've, fuck, I've fucking been there a lot. <laughs> well, for me, well, for me, it would be like a three stair. Hubba, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> and I'm trying to no slide it and maybe get a trick. <laughs> All right, I got a question. I got actually I got a couple questions, but the first one is, how old are you? Uh, 26. 26. That's awesome. Yeah. You're young. How about in the in fighting years? Is that pretty young? Um, it's 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 almost average. It's like a little younger than average. Cool, cool. Yeah. And and how long have you been fighting? Like uh, competing on the professional level? Uh, for three years now. Since I was since I was 23. Dang, that's crazy. How how is that like? Could you compare it to skating? Like how how old is that? Like average to get into professional fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, considering fighting, like you have to be eighteen to fight pro. Okay. And, and at that point, kids are like too inexperienced to turn pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whereas skateboarding, like you got. I mean, dude. I mean, if you check out the tele, like I know this year I watched the Tampa Am on the on the uh, on the webcast. Yeah. I mean, you got kids that are. You got kids that are 13 years old who, like, is who in a couple years are going to be pro. Like, they rip. Yeah, they're so good. Skateboard, like, I mean, all right, for example, like, you got a kid like, like I hate to say it, but like, like Shackler. You got Ryan Shackler. Dude, yeah. that kid was killing. Like, it, like he's almost like, like, he's not old. He's 26. Yeah, crazy. He's been, he's been around for, dude, that dude's a vet. Yeah, he's for real. At 26 years old, it's like, dude, yeah, like, like you, you know what I mean? So. It's funny. It's funny with, uh. Like kids get turned pro at a young age, a lot of them do, and it's funny yeah. to me. It's funny to me because I know they're gonna get that turn pro and get all the benefits of being pro. But the problem with that is like most of them are too young to be able to like realize that it could stretch out and be like a career. You know what I mean? So like, Absolutely. yeah, when you give a little kid something, when you give them everything when they're young and they just they don't they don't know how to handle it. Like that's why I'm stoked exactly. to do dudes on my team right exactly. now. Exactly, exactly. That's a great point. Hey, and you know who I kind of think about that with, and he's a local boy, is Nick Dompierre. Yeah. So you got, you got Dompierre. He was so awesome, so young. Yeah. He's a pro, and he had it all. And he, you know, and he made a couple of mistakes, and he, yep. he went down the wrong path. And now look at him. He's coming back hard, dude. Hell yeah. He's on Puma. He looks great. He's working out. And he's killing it again. Hey, so did that's a guy who had, who had a lot 
at a young age and was like, oh, my God, like, what do I do with all this? Yeah. You know, and, and kind of made, maybe made a couple mistakes, you know, went down the wrong path. But now, it, oh, shit, he realized it, and now he's coming back so strong, man. Yeah, we actually, this week... This week I'm having T-shirts made for Nick for uh, all I need T-shirts and it's his full graphic with spells out his last name and car parts and it's called Rebuilt because he rebuilt his life. So yeah, see exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I saw you guys had a uh, I saw you guys did a guest pro model for him, which is sick. Dude. Yeah, it's the same graphic, but it's actually like on the board. It's kind of edited on the sides. So I just took the yeah. full graphic and I'm putting it across the T-shirt. It's gonna be a black T with the white graphic and it's just gonna spell his last name just like on the board, Don Pierre. That's awesome, dude. That's that's cool, man. I'll have to grab one of those for sure. And I and I agree, man. Like physical talent is like something that can get you so far, but if you don't have experience and like um which comes with age too, you know. Or or I mean I was I went yeah. through hard, I went through hardship at a young age, but I didn't know who I was. I had a lot of experience, but I still didn't know who I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. I, um oh, my other question was what was I going to say? Oh, how do you deal with the uh, like, if you're wrestling and doing the MMA, where where's your downtime? And if you skate, too, like, occasionally, like, where's your – where do you rest? Like, what's your schedule, I guess, for a week of your – when you're when you got fights coming on or you're training? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm in tra- – yeah, I mean, and that's the thing about fighting is, like – I mean, you're at the much- gym right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the gym right now, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like, like last night when you saw me at the skate park, like, I came right from wrestling practice. You know right. what I mean? Like – I was at wrestling practice in Providence, and and I was like, Kev, I was like, I got, I, I had a tough practice. I was like, we gotta go skate, man. Yeah. I was like, I gotta go blow some steam off. So you know, and I do, and like when I'm at the skate park, I don't skate super hard. I like just roll around, and you know, and because like that one kid I was with, he, like, you know, he, like, uh, he got a pretty bad accident, man, and he's trying to, he has, you know, he had a real bad brain injury. Yeah. So he's on his way back. So like, I try to be there with him. I try to, you know, keep him going. He helps, he helps, like, you know, he helps me, like, with motivation, you know, and he's, so, like, with my downtime, I try to skate, and then sometimes I crash, though, bro. Yeah, like, that's I'm, what I'm, that's what I'm wondering, because, like, I, I overdo everything I do, especially physically. Like, I skate more than I should, and it seems like you're similar, so I'm like, how do you relax? Like, where's your downtime? <laughs> I, I, I mean... Like over, I would say like in the last year, I've learned. Last I've learned to like to try to to slow down a little bit. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but like sometimes if I if I am taking downtime, even though I've been training hard, like I I almost feel guilty. Yeah. Like, like about about sitting around, I'm like yo, like I'm sitting here and maybe my opponent is not is is training right now, so I have to get back there. Like I got to get back to the gym. I have to do it. I don't. Maybe skating's the same way. Like oh, you know, dude. If you're not. I'm, I'm sure it is. But, I mean, because if you're a competitive person, it doesn't matter what you're what you're what you're doing, skating, fighting, surfing. Like you're gonna be you're gonna be getting after it, you know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same way, man. Like not not just with skating, but with everything in life. I'm just like I, I have this feeling inside of me that if I'm not doing something or creating something, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Because I like lost my father when I was 14, 14 and it gave me like a perspective. Like okay. We might not have forever. So, like, I get this yeah. feeling, like, I'm like, dude, I'm being lazy or something. So that's why I do a podcast. Yeah. That's why I run a skateboard contest, a skateboard brand. I work yeah. a nine-to-five, like, yeah. everything. You're And you're on it, dude. And and, and not to not to be on, you know, but you're, dude, you're doing an amazing job at what you're doing. The brand, the brand you're building is yeah. awesome. The contests that you're putting on, dude, are, are great, man. And the way you are with the kids, because, you know, because we, like, we had, 
Heavy Hitters USA. Is there a website? Yup. Um, it's uh, the website's heavy, heavyhittersusa.org. Oh, very cool. Because we do show notes with each of this podcast, so I'll put that in the show notes, cool, and man. we'll make sure people can check it out. And if they want to contribute, that'd be fucking awesome. Right on, man. Um, I wanted to kind of ask, like, I, 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 the way I grew up was like, I don't know, way different than people, but way different than most people. But like, I always wonder how it is. Like, how how is it growing up with like a dad who fights and like going to school do you ever feel any pressure or anything like that oh man the pressure it's I'm, I'm glad you said it's funny you say that because <laughs> I was just talking about today man the pressure you know is what I have the hardest time dealing with out of anything that has to do with fighting is the pressure yeah you know and just to live up you know I mean just like 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 in my local area you know like like because like, like all my fights are on all my fights are on TV yeah you know what I'm saying it's everyone knows when I'm fighting it's like I have so much pressure. I put so much pressure on myself to win. And, like, I feel it from every angle, like, from my family, from my friends, from my teammates, you know, from, like, you know, the kids. It's like I put so much pressure on myself to win that sometimes it's, it's overwhelming. And yeah. sometimes, like, it'll, like it, like, like, it can be so detrimental to my training, like, the pressure. So I really try to, I try not to think about it yeah. like, too much. But the, I, I do, I have a hard time dealing with the pressure. I, I really do. I, I, and you're not you're not alone, dude. I feel the same exact way. <laughs> Just so you know, I know you're out there, but I feel the same way. It's like when you put the whole weight of the world on your shoulders, it's hard yeah. to carry sometimes, for sure. That's yeah, that's what it is. You know, it's like, and then you feel like, oh, what if I go out there? What if I lose, man? Like, oh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him, this guy down. I'm gonna let everyone down. You know, and you know, it's almost more about letting other people down than letting myself down. You know. Yeah, I I think the beauty in that is realizing that you have a narrative. So your life is a story, and it's like even if you did get knocked down, it's about getting back up, you know. And it's like as long as you keep telling that story, then you're a success. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, man. Absolutely. It's about yeah. seeing that silver lining in every situation and growth from it. Cause life, like you know, some people are champions. Like look at Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? He had everything, and it was a long way down, and he's still going, you know what I mean? And he's, like, kind of rebooted himself now somewhat in, like, a celebrity-type way, you know? It's pretty yeah. bad. It's cool. Um, So what what was it like, like, uh, being in the fight as a kid? Were you surrounded by, like, in school and stuff, was it weird? Like, did were people just like, oh, he fights, he wrestles? Like, I know that sometimes people make fun of wrestlers and stuff for like rolling with dudes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, that, 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 that goes with the territory of wrestling. Like, uh, you guys, you're, you guys are, you're rolling around in spandex, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, like we are, like we are, I'm sweating with dudes in spandex. Like that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. But like, Hey man, like it's a sport we love and you know, it's just, you know, it, it, it goes with the territory, you know? Yeah. Was there ever, was there ever like, um, was there any other like sports that you played besides wrestling and fighting and skating? Yeah, yeah. Um, I surf a lot. I surf. Oh, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, it looks sick. Yeah, I surf. Uh, I surf just as much as I skate. Fuck. Um, I like. I like to think I'm a little better at surfing than I am skating. Then, but uh, I have fun doing both. I love it. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, uh, I played football my whole life. 
Yeah. Uh, I played baseball my whole life, so. Hell yeah. In high school, I, uh, I played football, uh, football, wrestling, and baseball. What position in baseball? Uh, center field. Oh, hell yeah. I was a catcher. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was sir. a catcher. So fun, because it was like one big game, a catch. You know what I mean? Like, I was always yeah. Oh, game. yeah. Yeah, a super important game of catch, dude. Like, yeah. don't drop it, brother. Oh, okay, I, I'm, I wanted to ask. You don't even have to answer it. You can just nod your head and let me know, unless you don't care about talking about it. But uh, as far as like arthritis and muscle pain and like, uh, do you ever smoke any marijuana? Uh, no. You know, I, I, um, I don't. Because yeah. wait, one because we get we get drug tested. Okay. Like, all the time, and like, like, like we get we get random we get random drug tests. Yeah. And so no, I don't. I, not that I'm against it at all. I know a lot of guys that do. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm sure it's something that would probably be very beneficial to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because like I think that is way better than the painkillers. You know, oh, saying, yeah. the perks and the oxys times ten. Because like, like, you know, I, I I see what it does for some of my boys who ride motocross. Yeah. You know, my boys are beat up. I got two friends that are professional motocross riders. Dude, these kids are beat, man. And you know, at the end of the day, these kids—they don't take any pain pills. They smoke their weed, man, and they, and they feel and they're good. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I personally don't, cause I can't. You know, like back in high school, ever. You know, I did in high school. Everyone did, you know. Yeah. But now, no, I can't now, cause uh, you know, cause of drug testing and this and that. That's cool. Um, um I didn't even really think about that. They that they had drug testing for that. Oh yeah. Makes sense. And uh. I smoke weed because I I I I have my certificate. I always like to point that out on the podcast in case anyone's ever listening. <laughs> it's like I have my fucking certificate. <laughs> but I love yeah. it for arthritis and for um it it really loosens me up. Like I have like no ACL on my left knee and I have yeah. I haven't had it since I was 16. My left yeah. knee blown out and I and uh I don't know, smoking weed just warms me up and it like helps with that pain, that arthritis and uh it's really good oh, for that. Oh, for sure, dude, for sure, man. Because I like when I was out in Colorado, when I trained out in Colorado at the Olympic Training Center. Um, you know, it like Colorado is it's legal. You know, what I'm saying out that way. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, so guys are going to the dispensaries and this and that. So when I was in when I was in uh, when I was in Colorado, a couple times I tried some of the edibles. Yeah. You know, and you're right, dude. It does, man. It, it it's like a natural pain reliever, man. And it just kind of it kind of separates you from that pain for a while. It's it's good stuff, man. If I could. If I could, I would. Okay. Yeah, I, I think fighting is much more important right now. So, uh, and maybe yeah. it'll change. Maybe the laws will change recreational, and then it's like, yeah, um, But uh, yeah. okay, do you have any? I guess because I'm wondering, as far as an athlete and training and stuff like that, do you have any vices like alcohol, cigarettes, any of that stuff? Oh um, yeah, um, uh, uh, alcohol. Yeah, you drink. Um, I I have a drink. Yeah, I I have a I have a drink problem, and uh, I'm clean. Um, I you know I, I clean up when I have fights. Yeah, uh, I've been clean up for a while. I haven't drank um, since October. Damn, uh, sick. Yeah, but uh, my drinking got real out of hand, and uh, I got in a lot of trouble. Um, it's no, uh, um, it's no secret. Yeah, and uh, like the organization knows about my issues, and the, the public knows. I, I was arrested mo- uh, multiple times. Uh, uh, you know, fighting, um, all, all, all alcohol-related stuff, man. What do you, uh, what do you think that's from, man? Like, uh, cause. Is it just the alcohol makes you feel like another person? Yeah, you know, I would, I would, I would drink, and when I would, when I would drink, I would, I would get reckless, man. I would, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just turn into like a completely different person. I have no Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, brother. Yeah, I'm sorry. So it, it, we're gonna have to edit that part. We're talking about drinking right now, and uh, you just said you had some issues with it, and you, you've been clean since October. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah. 
So basically, just drinking makes you turn into another person, and you just yeah, yeah. Like you said, um, like just another person, man. Like when I'm when I'm drinking, like that's all that matters is is just getting wasted, man. I'm an asshole yeah. to my friends. I'm an asshole to to everybody, man. I drive, I drive fast, dude. Like I used to drive my motorcycle, like you know, hammered. Yeah. Fights at bars. I got arrested for fighting a bunch of times. Got a DUI. Yeah. You know, got, you know, had to go to jail for a little while. I'll be cranston. You know what I mean? Just, just not good. Bad times, bro. Bad yeah. times. All drinking, all drinking related. Yeah, and it's fun. All it's drinking. it's crazy because everything you just described was like a pitfall and like a problem in life that now you have to deal with from from this one. And you know, it's all related to drinking. All related to drink. Anthony. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Dude. I ne- I've never been in trouble. When I'm not drinking. Wow, that's crazy. And when I and when I used to, uh, man, like let's get wasted on the weekend. Like I was getting wasted all day, all day. Man. Yeah. And then like and then then the drugs came too, bro. You know, as a result of alcohol. So it was just a vicious. It was a vicious cycle, man. And I had to break free of it. And 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 who knows, man? You know, I'm I'm good right now. But you know, I'm, and, but every day is a battle for me to stay clean. Every yeah. single day that goes by. And I, and people who people who deal with addiction can they they know that they can relate to that that every there's not a day that goes by man that I don't that I don't battle I don't battle those demons bro yeah and I think that's good that you look at it like that because it keeps you on your toes you know you're aware you're like okay yeah like I gotta remember this could creep up at any moment <laughs> at any moment dude it's crazy uh, well that's right man I'm I'm glad that you made that decision and that you're uh you've been good man that's awesome that's, yeah thanks man I appreciate it um. I've never really personally dealt with like really any real bad addictions, but uh, my family definitely has some addiction problem, addictive personalities and problems and drug abuse and all that. So like, I understand the battle, and then it always stokes me out when people are like they aware they're aware that they have an issue, and then they remedy remedy it. It's yep. simple, but it's not, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, switching subjects a little bit, I wanted to talk about this girl on Instagram. She's talking about Australia. I don't know if you saw the comment today. Did you? I saw. I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. What was she asking? She was asking about if you're gonna fight in uh, Australia. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what that's all. I don't know what that's about. I don't oh. even think my. I don't even think our, our organization doesn't even fight in Australia. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She said the market for MMA in Australia isn't that large, unfortunately. But in recent months, we have seen certain fighters come and try to promote the sport. So that's what she was. She was trying to get you out there because I think she liked you. She said, also ask him when he will date me because I'm forever tweeting him as a uh, man crush Monday and he always favorites but never replies. <laughs> well, if she's listening right now, if she wants to let me stay at her place, I'll come out and do some promoting out there. Yeah, she looks pretty too. <laughs> she wants to put me up for a couple of days. Me and the All I Need crew. Yeah. Wild Australia, man. <laughs> Australia's beautiful. I went when I wrote. She's tripping, man. <laughs> have you have you gone to travel from fighting? I haven't been anywhere out of the states. Just just California. Like, I'm in California. I spent about half my time in California, That's um, in Huntington Beach. Sick. So yeah, I'm out there a lot. Yeah, so pretty much hearing that, I bounce back and forth from here in California. Yeah, California's beautiful, and, and Huntington Beach has a pretty big fight community, huh? Yeah, you, I, I didn't realize it, man, until I first went out there. You know, because, like, around here, it's really not that popular around here, you know? Like, MMA is not, it's not real, it's not real big. You go out there, and everybody watches MMA. Like, everybody, like, knows who the fighters are. So, yeah. like, you'll just be hanging out, and people be like, oh, hey, man, like, nice fight, uh, when you up again? And I'm like, what? Like... Like, I don't get that around here at all. Yeah, which is nice, dude. Which is nice because you know you know how it is. You don't want to be, uh, you, you know, like like some guys love it. 
Yeah. Some guys like, hey, what's good? What's up? Like, well, that's not that's not really how I, how I am. You know, I like to just kind of hang out. And- but it's kind of rad. It's definitely rad to get recognition for like your hard work. You know, if it's genuine, like that stokes me out. When someone's like a real nerd about skateboarding and they're like. Dude, you're part this or that, and like, I imagine if someone came up to you and said that with fighting, like this fight you did that and it was awesome, like that's yeah. like, oh, that's a sick shit. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, that that part's all. That, that part is cool. That part's cool, man. That's right. Um, so right now you're fighting in Bellator. I I have no idea what Bellator is or what it's about. Could you maybe explain it to me? Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, uh, the thing with Bellator and uh, obviously like like obviously the oldest uh. The most popular MMA organization is is the UFC. Yep. And the way I the way I describe Bellator to people, like for you, all right. So like the way, like obviously when you think of like people who aren't into like uh, skating and stuff like that, like they obviously remember the X Games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's the oldest. You know that was the biggest. But you got your you got your leagues that are full of nasty skaters. Like you know you got your street league and you got like your do tour. Like those are smaller. You know like yeah. smaller, but just it. You know like with the awesome skaters, but like, but like they're newer, so they're not super popular yet. Yeah, that's like, that's like Bellator. So Bellator is the second biggest MMA league in the world, and we're actually rivals with the UFC. So like, like none of our guys are allowed to fight in the UFC, and the UFC guys aren't allowed to fight in Bellator. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's just a matter of like building a brand, you know, and just building. Exactly, for it. exactly man. Exactly. Well, I hope I can help with this podcast where you talk about it. Like, yep. hell yeah. So, do you have any, like, special diet, I guess, like when you're training for a fight or anything? Yeah, man. Yeah, crazy diet. I mean, just the other day on Sunday, I had a wrestling tournament. I had to weigh in, I, I weighed in at 173 for my wrestling tournament um, on Sunday, Sunday morning. Dude, by Sunday night, I was 194 pounds. You know? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we cut extreme amounts of weight for fighting and wrestling man and you know so like all week long like we'll try to eat clean all week you know low carb high protein yeah like for the last three days for weigh-ins man we're like cutting out all food and all water and still training to try to sweat out all the weight yeah so come weigh-ins man we're like skeletons (laughs) dehydrated and bags of bones (laughs) yeah dude oh Do you, um, have you, uh, this is probably such a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it. Have you been, like, choked out or submitted or, I don't know much about, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got submitted in the, in in my fight for the world, I I fought for a world title uh, last March. No shit. uh, Yeah, I and like, you know, we are talking about experiences earlier, like, talking about, like, a young guy, you know, not a lot of experience, like, like, when I fought for the world title, Mm -hmm. I fought against a guy who, who I grew up watching on TV. Wow, that's fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, like, you know, like, because we used to watch Bellator, like, when I was, in, I used to go to, I, I went to college out in Kansas. Yeah. I wrestled out in Kansas, and we would watch, like, at my in my dorm room floor, you know, we'd get our 40 ounces, and we all went to Walmart and bought these video rockets, these little rocking chairs. Yeah. And we would drink our 40s and watch the fights. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this Russian guy is crazy, I love this guy. And then, fucking six years later, bro, there I was, standing across the cage from him, you know? Holy shit. So I was like, oh, shit, it was kind of surreal, you know? What's so, his name? What's his name? Uh, his name is Alexander Slomenko. Damn. Tough guy, man. And uh, so, so I actually I, I got submitted in that fight. Um, I won the first round. Uh, you can you check it out on YouTube. Uh, I won the first round, and then he came out the second round and he kicked me in the body. Jeez. And uh, yeah, I took a real bad body kick, and uh, then he ended up submitting me. So. Hey, um, for people that want to look that fight up, they just type they just type your name in, and what was his name? Alec? Was it? 
yeah, um, his his name is Alexander Shlomenko. Shlomenko. Um, it's like S H L E M K E N K O or Shlomenko, whatever. That's pretty close. I, I'll we'll figure it out. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, check it out, man. Check it out. It's a it's a for the first round. It's a good fight until I got choked out. So I got choked out. Mm-hmm. That one time, and then I got knocked out. That knockout was crazy, bro. Oh. Cause I'd never been knocked out like that before. And you honestly don't know, like, what, like, like, like I mean, I, I've been hit hard in the gym, and I've been kind of like knocked out like during sparring. Yeah. But that was like on another level, dude. Like, I, 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 I came to in like sitting mm-hmm. on a stool, like I'm sitting right now. Like, wow. I'm, sitting, I'm like, what? I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Like, I'm like trying to stand up, like to fight, and they're like, no, dude, like sit down, like you got knocked out. And I'm like, nah, dude, what? I'm no, I didn't, cause like you don't remember it, man. It's crazy. Yeah, that's I, I've been I've been knocked out once in my life and it was not fun, dude. <laughs> yeah, shitty, shitty. Was gonna ask. Okay, I wanted to ask you what I don't know if records like really mean that much in wrestling. Like, I imagine obviously you'd rather have a winning record than a loss. Like, where do yeah. you stand right now? Uh, my record, my my pro record is nine and three right now. Whoa, that's pretty fucking good, dude. Yeah, you know, it's not <laughs> you bad. Won- you fought nine dudes in one. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> good for yeah. you, man. Yeah, and I was at, and I, and I, and now, like, this is gonna be my first fight at. Um, I, I dropped down a weight class. Yeah. You know, like when I signed with Bellator, they wanted me to sign at. They wanted me to fight at one seventy. Yeah. But I, but they let me do a couple fights at one eighty five, just because I didn't want to cut any weight. And the way Bellator used to work is, um, is they would take they would take the top eight guys, um, in the weight class and put them in a tournament. And if you won that tournament, you got to fight for the world title. Wow. You know, so um, when I was at 185, they had someone drop out of the tournament. And at this point, I was already supposed to drop down to 170. They had someone drop out at 185, so they put me in the tournament, and I, and I ended up win. I had to, I fought the tournament, and I won the tournament, and then ended up fighting for a world title at 185, and it kind of ex- contract at 170. Mm-hmm. I mean, at 185. So now I'm gonna be going down to 170. And uh, hopefully uh, get no more losses on that record, man. You yeah, know? that that's amazing, man. What do, what's the most out of the nine fights? What's the one you're most proud of? I would say my first fight with Bellator. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like my first fight with a big, like in the big promotion. Yeah. You know, like all like the cameras and like all the crazy, like all the craziness of it. You know. Yeah. And uh, I went out there and I I went out there and I knocked the guy out out cold in the first round. <laughs> and uh it felt good man it felt real good big guy huge guy man damn that's amazing yeah because <laughs> yeah, like because i was small when i fought 185 like i was a small 185 pounder and this guy was a big 185 pounder and like he didn't even look like the same guy from weigh-ins dude he, he put on 25 pounds since the weigh-ins <laughs> and i was like holy shit this dude's huge man huge <laughs> and i yeah i went out and i knocked him out cold so i was it was good when you're when you're going into that situation right there your first fight, new promotion, big deal. The dude looks twice as big as he did. Like, are you scared? Dude, yes, bro. <laughs> and anyone who says they're not scared is a liar, bro. They're going to lie. Uh, dude, I'm not, I'm not scared. Yes, you are. Like, <laughs> it's it's scary, bro. Like, it's scary, man. It's it's scary for so many reasons. Like, not as much like getting hurt, but like like for losing and not, do, and not doing well. Yeah. You know, it's just like there's so much. It's so much, dude. Yeah. Like when that cage door shuts, like you're, it's just you and that guy, and it's like, oh, it's kind of, it's nuts, dude. It's, it's gnarly, nuts. gnarly, gnarly, and that, that must have about, that must have been fucking amazing, yeah, knocking the it. dude out in that fight, and <laughs> not just like beating him through lasting the rounds, but you knocked him out. 
Oh, uh, sleep, sleeping, dude. Sleeping. <laughs> he woke up in a stool. Like, what the fuck? Oh uh, no, dude, it was scary. He woke up in the locker room in the back, and like they had to take him to the hospital because, like, 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 because he was freaking out because his memory wouldn't come back. Oh, like, he man. still didn't. He still didn't. And I, you know, I went in and tried to try to talk to him. He didn't know who I was. He didn't know anything, man. It was kind of. It was shitty. Like that part was shitty. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like you want to beat, you want to win, but like you don't want to see anyone get hurt. You know what I mean? Like everyone talks to shit. Like I'm gonna fuck you up. Like I'm gonna fucking kill this dude. But, like you don't want to see. It's it. When it comes down to it, it's a sport. You know. Yeah. And you don't want to see people get hurt. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I completely agree, dude. It's like, yeah. yeah, that dude could have a family and whatnot, and just like you wouldn't want to put him out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do you, have you, have you run into anybody that you fought and won, like out in the streets or like at other events? Is it ever weird? Is it cool or? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what was weird, man. When I fought for the world title, um, I, I, I lost, but I gave the dude a good, we had, we banged it out for a couple rounds and it was good. And then my boy, um, another fighter, his name, I, I'm, have you heard, you know, uh, you ever heard of, um, a name, uh, his name's Tito Ortiz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my boy Tito, because he fought the champ after I did, you know what I'm saying? So Tito's like, yo, man, he's like, he's like, will you come out and be in my training camp to fight the Russian? Because, you know, you just fought him. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. I'm like, I'll come out. So I live with him in Huntington Beach, and I'm training with Tito. And one night, me and Tito were with Tito's two sons, his two twin, his two twin boys were out getting sushi. And here comes the here comes the Russian dude walks into the sushi restaurant, bro. And I'm like, oh, you guys are kidding me, bro? Like, you know, it was the most awkward, like the most awkward situation, dude, I ever had. You know, because he lit, yeah, because the cha- the Russian trains in Huntington Beach, you yeah. know, it's huge out there. So here, and I had like a bad feeling the whole time, and I, I was like, just like in the back of my mind, I was like, I was like, I was like, we're gonna see this guy. I was like, I know it, dude, I know it. Here he comes walking in with his family, and I was like, I think, I think I went right to the bathroom. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> that seems really awkward, but that's yeah. cool that you, that's cool that that happened. I guess though, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I had another question from Instagram. One was, everyone has a vision. Where do you see yourself in five years? Five. Man, hopefully, um, five, let's see, I'm 26. So I'll take 30, me around 30, 30, 31. Man, I, you know, hopefully, hopefully I won't be fighting anymore. Hopefully I can, hopefully I can fight, you know, the next four or five years, wrap it up, you know, get some more good fights, you know, of course, make some money and, you know, keep, keep working with the kids and just, you know, I, I honestly don't know. I don't have a great answer for that. But hopefully be done with fighting and hopefully build our kids' program big. You know, uh, be involved in the gym down here with my dad. And, um, you know, just try to and, and, and try to coach and help help other people live their dreams. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. What, that's what it's about, man. Like, my dad, my dad's sitting over there. Hell yeah. Yeah, wait. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That's my dad. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he, he, he's, he's always gave back. He always gave back, man. He's been giving back since I was since I was young, and I see that's something he's so passionate about, and that kind of rubbed off on me with the coaching. And if he says if you can't give back, then what? Like, like, then what good are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. You know? And I, I know you feel the same. I, you, because you look what you're doing, man. You're yeah. constantly thriving, dude. And that's what, like, look at your brand. All I need, bro. What you're doing for your AMs and your pros is huge. You're, you, those guys are living their dream. Hell yeah. you, thank man. you, thank you. They're doing that because of you, and you know what I'm saying, bro. You made all I need, and yeah, like you, you've done it for your different reasons and this and that. But you're making those guys' dreams come true, bro. 
when and those guys are, you know, at, at, at your demo this summer at Old Mountain Field, yeah. like, everyone, all eyes on your team, bro. Like, yeah. and those kids, and, like, they're not looking around. They're skating hard. They're doing their thing. But we're there to see them, dude. Like, we are there to watch your guys skate. And that's a dream that you're – you're making that happen for them, bro. Yeah, man. We were, I was talking about this the other day with someone. I was talking to one of my friends who's like younger, and he was he was. We were talking about motivation and like why you do what you do and whatnot. And and I was trying to tell him I was like, dude, it's just like it's not about the money. It's about helping people because you don't need money if you help people. They'll they'll like if you help someone like progress as a person and you you're a true friend and you give them true qualities like. They'll fucking lay down in a puddle and let you walk over them if you want. I mean, I would never do that, but you know what I mean? Like, they would, yeah. you know? And, and it's the same. When you meet someone and they give so much, you literally want to lay down in a puddle and let them walk over you so they don't have to get their wet, you know what I mean? Because you respect them. You see a little bit of yourself in them. Oh, dude, absolutely. Dude, for, for sure, man. And like I was telling you last night at the skate park, like, I've been a fan. Dude, I've been a huge fan of you and what you've been doing for a while now, bro. Thank and you. And I'm not the kind who's going to come out, oh, man, I'm on on social media. They go, oh, this is so great. What you're doing, man, it's so great. But, like, just know that people like me, like, are watching you, bro. And we're, we're watching what you're doing, man. Yeah, that means a lot. Kind of stuff. And there are people, man, and I, I hope that you never have the feeling that, like, you're not being, like, that people don't appreciate what you're doing because they do, man. You're making a huge difference. You're, you're making a huge difference in our skateboarding community, bro. Like the, New England, like, the New England AM, dude. That's <laughs> you, bro. You put that on. Dude, that, bro, the, the amount of stoke... Dude, like the amount of stoke in that room couldn't couldn't have been measured, bro. I couldn't believe how many people showed up. I was like, I, that's how I knew I was like appreciated because I put this together knowing that there was so many talented, amazing skateboarders in New England, and they all showed up and did, like I was like, oh, they they're he, they hear me, dude. It, New England skateboarding, dude, man, they've been waiting for you guys, man. Yeah, they've been waiting for a dude like you, bro. Look, like, there's never, dude. I'm willing to, say, I'm willing to say, there's never been a contest like that in New England, bro. Yeah, never. I never, the same there's way. never, no, there's no way, dude. No and the best, way. the best part is we're doing it again <laughs> next year. Yes, absolutely, dude. Yes, man, that is fucking awesome, bro. Hey, do do you uh, switching gears a little bit? And I and I appreciate everything you said, man. And and uh, to be honest, I feel greatly appreciated, like because I think I communicate so much through podcasts and through social media and through just meeting people. And I yeah. talk a lot and I share my stories and I listen to people. So I feel like just because I'm open with people, they tend to be open with me and I get a lot of positive feedback and all of it means the world to me, man. Because like you said, I look at it the same way, like the weight of the world is on my back because I want this world to be beautiful. And I, I know I know you feel the same way, like you want to excel and you want those around you to excel. And the only way that takes is like complete focus, right? That's you, it, man. Yeah. So it's awesome. Thank you so much. But I want to switch the gears a little bit. Um, For sure. <laughs> weird subject you got a girlfriend no i don't man i was gonna no. say have you ever had have you had a girlfriend while you were fighting and how did she feel about it or oh uh, yeah i have had a girlfriend when i was fighting um uh, you know because like like the like there's like a stigma with fighters and like the girls and like any pro any pro athletes so like the girlfriends think that that we deal with that but really like we don't yeah. Like, there's not girls fucking chasing me. Like, there's not girls chasing us around, dude. Like, and if so, bro, if there are fighters who have the chase, dude, call me. Let me know, <laughs> let me know how that works, bro, because I can use it. Like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, it's tough because the girls, they get jealous that you're always away and you're traveling and they think you're living this, like, huge glorified life. But it's like, we're not, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm in a hotel room cutting weight and then I go out and get my face punched and then I fly home. 
like, I, like, there's nothing to be mad about. Like, you you, know? you, it's so funny how similar to skating it is, because you're like in a hotel with a bunch of skate rats. There's no dude, no girls only want to come hang out with sweaty, gross dudes. And then you're taking slam skating, hopefully getting, yeah. and then you're heading home. <laughs> it's the same, dude. It's the same, bro. It's the same. How long is the usual, like, the average uh, career in mixed martial arts? Like, is it, what's the age limit? Is there a cap? Like, what's the... I mean... There's yeah, got that, a cap. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've... This topic in question comes up a lot. I mean, you got guys fighting well into their 30s. Yeah. You know, well into their 30s. Um, you know, 35, 30, 36. I would say, like, in your 30, in your in your early to mid-30s, I, you're, you're good to go. Yeah. 35. Yeah, I feel because I'm 32 now. I had to think about it, (laughs) and I was thinking about skating too. Like to be able to, you can skate for a long time, but to be able to compete on the level of like being a professional and like, what's kind of cool about skating is that like some skaters like make it so far, like you always want to see them skate, like like a Mark Johnson. You know what I mean? Like there's always this like skating. There's not it's not as detrimental as I imagine fighting would be. There's not as much high risk. In your thirties, yeah. you know, you could take it down to manual tricks and get like day one and last forever, you know. Oh, day one, dude! He won and he won in transition. What else Crazy. did he just win? Yeah, he the populace or something on the barracks, right? Or, yeah, he won a bunch. He just won a like he won that training contest and he won something else too. Yeah, he's, great. Like, he's like, like, bro, like, weren't you in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one? <laughs> like, dude, he was in A yeah. one versus Rodney Mullen. He's like got to be forty. He's got to be close to forty. Dude, you know, and he lo- and his face looks young too, bro. He's Asian. Like, got the Asian blood. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> You're right, man. But hey, and the thing about like the thing about skate. All right, all right. So for example, like for you right now, like. So you're you're 32, you said, yeah. but you've you've done well. Like I mean, obviously, like on a little bit lower level than Andrew Reynolds, but yeah. you guys skate and you've done your skating. You were pro for World Industries, you know. Yeah. You've done you you've done your thing, and now you create your own brand. Yeah. So now, like you can, of course, like you're still skating and still doing your thing, but you can take a little step back of like the competitive skating, and you have your own team, just yeah. like Reynolds. He still does his thing. But he's got Baker, and he's got you know all he's got all his brands. Like you have your brand now. Yeah. So you so you like you're you're doing a nice transition. So you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I completely I completely agree. Like yeah, you're doing it right. I I realized that like it's beautiful. It 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 takes some of the pressure off me. We were talking about pressure earlier. It takes some of the pressure off me as far as like because before it was all about my career and like I had to get successful. Because I knew if I could get successful, I could take some of that money and start my own brand. So to me, all the yeah. pressure was on Anthony Shetler, do well, like do get get as much money as you can, focus all this thing. Yeah. And now it's more like, okay, it's not about me, it's about all I need. So now it's like I have a collective of people that are all pushing for the same goal, and yeah. it's all about all of us. So that alleviates some of the pressure. That's kind of like my whole approach in life was like, I'm always like, if we can help the people around us and embed their life, and they can do the same for us, like, if this, if we're all strong together, the the weight is way less. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's spread out, man. It's it spreads it out. Yeah, you know? it's it's like um, it's like if we're if we're both if we're both carrying our own weight, we're actually helping each other. You know what I mean? Like I I was in situations where they're unhealthy, and that person's not carrying their weight, and then I'm carrying them for them while I'm carrying myself, and that was like. My growing up was like, fuck, I have to, like, help all these people. And it was like, they're not trying. So then the weight is so heavy. But when you find, like, healthy, happy people that love what they do and they're willing to work right beside you, 
Like that's fucking amazing. And then if you can form that into a brand or a company, uh, then, then that's the win. Then it's a win. Then, yeah. then, then you'll win. Yeah. Like I mean, said, it's about finding those people. It's about finding those positive people because they're rare, man. Yeah. And a lot of people can put on the front like they are, but like they, like sometimes their true colors will show you that they're not yeah. those positive people that you think they are, man. And you know, so like you said, if you can find those those core people who are who are happy and they want to see others succeed, you can build a great brand, man. And I I think you're doing it, bro. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Respect, and I feel like is that is that similar to like training? Do you have like partners that you trust? Like I'm sure your dad, you have him as a rock. Like, are there other people in your team? Or dude, I always come back to my dad, dude. Like I, in my travels take me all over, man. I train in Colorado, I train in California, but like I feel like you know, in the way the MMA is, man, there's a lot of money in it. So like a lot of people, you always have in the back of your mind that these people only want you around because they see dollar signs. You know, they see me, they see like a young, promising guy you know like i fought for a world title you know so you know i always have in the back of my mind that maybe they have me around just because they you know they want me to help them make money somehow yeah you know? so like whenever i come home um like i know that everyone who i grew up with like my dad and like my original teammates i know that's not what they're about they really just want to see me win yeah you know, they want to see me get my title shot back you know yeah you know and definitely and and, and like it all comes with experience dude you know but it's like when you're young and you're like, oh, yeah, hey, come out to California and train. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And then you're just a sparring partner for these guys. And then you get upset because these people who you think care about you, they fucking really don't, man. They yeah, yeah. Money off you. I've, I've been in situations where it's unhealthy like that, too, and you're like, damn, it's not what it should be about. You know what I mean? Yeah. That definitely comes with experience, like you said. Like, I guess, like, that that's like what I've done is I've learned this shit from 32 years and it's just you you try not to make the same mistakes and then you get better and better you know what I mean exactly, so, exactly. that's sure. awesome so do you have any more fights coming up yeah you know I'm fighting uh I have a fight in four uh, uh three weeks now wow yeah. what, what's yeah. the details on that if someone wanted to watch or come check it out oh uh, yeah check out um it's actually gonna be it's gonna be local it's gonna be at it's gonna be at, uh, it's gonna be at Mohegan Sun um, on February 27th, it'll, uh, it'll also be on, it'll also be on, uh, it'll, it'll be on Spike TV, so you can check it out on Spike TV, um, or you can go there and, uh, check it out at Mohegan Sun, um, in person, if, uh, you guys are in, if people are in the area. Who, uh, who are you fighting? Uh, I'm fighting a kid from California, his name's, uh, uh, his name's Jesse Juarez. Okay, Juarez, yeah. I feel like I've heard that last name before. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you do any studying on like who you're going to fight? Like, I, I really don't, I'm just guessing. I don't know what train. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you watch their old fights. Yeah. And, uh, like I more, like, I know a lot of guys who, bre- who watch their fights over and over again Yeah. and really break down their technique. But like, like I watch it once or twice. I get a general idea of what they do because the way I fight is, is like, I, I get out there and I get after it, man. So like, you're going to have to fight the way I fight. Yeah. No matter what, like I really don't care what he does. Cause yeah. I, cause when I go out there, I'm fucking, I'm in your face, and you're gonna have to deal with me. Like I'm not dealing with you. You're dealing with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a so, real offensive approach, not super offensive in your face, man. Like, like I either win big or lose big, bro. Like I've only gone the distance one time. You know what I'm saying? I either knock dudes out or fucking get knocked out. Like I go, 
I go big, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I go fucking big. Bro. If you were like really into skating, you'd probably just skate big ass handrails, huh? Oh, dude, I'd, uh, I'd be in a wheelchair constantly. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of yeah. remind me of Mike Franklin a little bit. He's like that oh. all or nothing. He's the gusto for sure. Going for it, bro. Hey, this kid, Go you're this kid, you're fighting. Uh, what's his record looking like? Uh, his record's 22 and 8, so he's got more fights than I do. Yeah. Uh, I think he's 33 or 34 years old, a couple years older. He's got some more fights than me. Yeah. And uh, But it's all good, man. I'm gonna I'm down at my new division. I'm down at 170 now. I'm going to be a lot bigger and stronger and faster and meaner and fucking tougher and fuck him up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I was going to say, man, I've been... uh. I'm starting to create this new, um, I don't have any better words to describe it, so I just call it a reality webisodes. So like, kinda like yeah. a reality internet show, and, uh, I'm gonna call it AIN Life, All I Need Life, you know? And, Big, yeah, for sure. We're, we're filming the first one right now, we almost got it done. My homie Manny, uh, Falmore, he produced a Bridgewater Triangle documentary, um, and he's like really good at what he does, so I've been making them, and the first one's gonna have, um, a sensory deprivation tank. You heard about those? The float tank? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, he filmed me get into it and everything. And he, he did an interview with the owner of the place, um, Crystalline Matrix. And so the first episode is going to have that. And then a session with Westgate at Skater's Edge. We got all these little dudes. We got all the like shredders that I know that were like 12 and under or like 14 and under. And it was me and Westgate like skating the foam pit with them and skating Skater's Edge. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. And um, the last, so the, the episode's going to have the float tank, session with Westgate, and then we're going to go to No Problemo, um, Taqueria, skater-owned Mexican joint in New Bedford. And uh, we're going to go interview Paiva, the owner of that place, get some food and just kind of talk about that. So that'll be the first episode, AIN Life, episode one. But if I can talk to my homie Manny, maybe we could come to your fight in a uh, film and check it out, dude. I don't know yeah, how it works out. Have you read? Yeah, for sure, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, absolutely, man. That would be if that's fucking something you want to cool. do. I could get you guys the the all access media passes. Get back there and do your thing, bro. Dude, that would be sick because I could come and check check it out in person, and then we could just film for AIN Life. And that instead of like having the float tank and the you know like float tank is that, and then skating and food. Maybe we'll have MMA skating yeah. like high airfield for our demo coming up, and then yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that demo, dude. I'm so stoked for that. Yes, that's that, what, that's, what that, that's on the. When is that's on the eleventh or the seventh? When is Oh, uh, it's seventh. It's Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday. Long. Yeah, we'll yeah. be there for that. It's gonna be epic, man. Those dudes are super hyped, and it's just like we're gonna stay and skate for hours and just session with everyone and like do it right, you know. So I'm so pumped for that. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm gonna talk with my homie Manny, and I'll get back to you about that. But that'd be sick for episode two. That'd be fucking awesome to have in there. Hey, yeah, man. are you a fan of Manny Santiago at all? Yeah, I like Manny Santiago. Um, I, big time, dude. He's tough. He's, yeah, uh, I've been yeah, looking. Good, I've been looking at his Instagram, and he's got all types of like boxing and him training and doing like cool stuff like that. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you know, uh, Manny's from Puerto Rico. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, like over in Puerto Rico, boxing's huge over there. Yeah, yeah. Know? So yeah, and he's a. I've always been a fan of him, man. The fucking Prince of Puerto Rico. <laughs> I've been, I'm a fan. I've been a fan of him, and yeah, he's into the boxing, dude. He does that. He does cross. It is good cross training, dude. It'll get you in shape. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, cool, man. I just want to say, <clears throat> I just want to say thank you, thank you for coming on the podcast, homie. I appreciate it. It's cool to like. I know we see each other around, <clears throat> and we don't really get a kick it. We just skate together, which is fucking awesome. But when yeah. I, but when I first saw you, we talked like we knew each other, and I don't know. I feel like I recognize a little myself in you, or vice versa. Yeah, you know? Absolutely, man. For sure, so, dude. 
and it's rad that you're into fighting, man. I'm really, uh, I know the qualities it takes to like do stuff like that. I know it to a certain level and, uh, (laughs) and it's amazing, man. So uh, cheers to that, man. And tell your dad. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Tell your dad I said hi too. And I look forward to meeting him. He's going to be at your fight. Cool. Yeah. He'll be there. Awesome. That's cool, man. Um, before we go though, is there um could you tell the people like um the nonprofit again and where they could reach you and any so any plugs you want to give right now that'd be right. Yeah man, um you can check us out. Our website is heavyhittersusa.org. You know, uh we do a lot with the kids. Um uh Whalen City Boxing Club. Uh, we're a nonprofit boxing club as well. You know, uh, kids in the New London school systems, um as long as you're in school, come box for free. That's you know, awesome. that's uh another way we give back and uh that's it, man. You can check me out. Um, I think my you got my Instagram handle on there. Yep. So, uh, man, that's it, brother. And uh, all I need, man, you guys are doing it. I'm trying to do it. And it's just a positive place, man. And thank you for having me, Anthony. I appreciate it, man. I look forward to seeing you. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll check you Saturday for sure. Yeah, I'll see you Saturday, brother. All right, later. Thank you. All right, later on, bro. Peace. Hang on, brothers and sisters. Liberation is near. It's almost time.